0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of the 9to5 Entertainment System. Uh, If you enjoy 9ES, uh, I really recommend you head to patreon.com slash 9to5cc and subscribe to the 9ES Deluxe level of support. That will get you a bonus episode called Garbage Time each and every month on this week's Garbage Time. Uh, Scott and John get into Antarctica uh, nerd exploration. They, of course, are talking about... uh, Mr. Shackleton and the Endurance. If that rings a bell to you, then uh, good on you, I guess. Uh, but this, on the main episode, we talk about Scott getting COVID. We talk about the Batman, Elden Ring, Spider Man, the mobile game Frag, the TV show Brave by Wolves, and we uh, talk a little bit about hockey and betray trade like All this, and probably a little bit more. i Is of course, Scott telling us about COVID. Your yeah, skin so was tingling. Your skin I... hurt like that, have... That's like you know, like my everything hurts. Like that's a yeah.
1: I I wasn't expecting that one, but I'm trying to think of like a way to. You... John, you know when you have a ponytail headache, like your scalp hurts. Sure. Yeah, like that, but everywhere, like uh... that, like tired tension pain, and that. That was that was not expected, not super fun. The worst. And I had that when I had to walk to the hospital, get tested, and walk back. Because at that point, um, and Archer had already tested positive, so I was and I was sick. I was I felt like yeah. smashed ass, mm-hmm. and I knew I didn't want to t- I couldn't take a bus. I didn't want to take a cab or an Uber. Like mm-hmm. totally fuck someone's week up. So I had to walk, and it was like exhausting i was in the clinic for like 15 minutes and was gone from the house for like over three hours yeah, yeah. i'm like okay i can make it to that bench sit there for a minute catch my breath Shuffling. make it three more blocks yeah
0: those those, um, those little weird bendy uh lean things were you like yeah lean those things that are like otherwise are yeah. useless <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it was all it was all that. Like when I finished, I, I sat for twenty minutes uh, outside, just being like, "Okay, get up and go home." It's it's literally downhill <laughs> from from the hospital. <laughs> you could do it. Um, yeah. It's so I, massive fatigue, um, and then when all of that kind of went away, I just was left with um sinus pressure and a blinding migraine. And now I'm just got a little bit of the sinus stuff and, and my voice is a little off.
0: Mm-hmm. And 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 you also, you had the, the taste loss stuff, right?
1: Yep. Man, that was super weird.
0: And did that it lost. come back or?
1: Huh. So I read an article saying that one of the things you can do to hasten it back is kind of shock those senses by eating really strong, flavorful foods.
0: So you just chugged some Tabasco.
1: Uh yeah a little bit of hot sauce a little bit of peppers um olives and olive juice uh, i did that last night um vinegar and like apple cider vinegar and, and fire cider and it's come back a little bit today like i, I had a hamburger and some fries and I, I could taste stuff
2: a little bit it sounds it's, to it's, me like like you muted. have og uh COVID, not um, omicron because like didn't they say omicron doesn't really do the taste thing
1: Sure. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there, there's a ton of variants out there and they don't really yeah. tell you which one you have. So They really should. Huh.
0: I want to know that data. Yeah.
1: Sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, maybe I can look it up when I get back to work. I can I can take a look at my chart, but uh, I'm not there. I'm supposed to go back on Friday. Maybe the last day of my quarantine.
0: Ooh. So it's like a full two weeks. And so let me just put the timing there straight. Uh, You worked at a hospital for two years during a pandemic, did Mm -hmm. not get COVID. Uh, Your kid didn't have to wear a mask at school and immediately got COVID. Did I get that right?
1: right?
0: (laughs) What's the lesson here? I
1: can't, I can't, I don't get it.
0: Washing your hands, wearing a mask makes a big difference.
1: Uh, That would be the the first week that they repealed those protective measures at schools.
0: Yeah. That's fucking amazing.
1: Just like, hey, everybody, no more masks in class. You got COVID
0: instantly working in a hospital actively for two years during a pandemic no there was there was
1: no time when i worked from home right like i was out of the house almost every day uh i've been taking public transit for the last six months (laughs) like
0: yeah exactly that's it uh, oh amazing Uh, sarah the other thing
1: is i'm triple shot vaxxed i got all both shots the boosters and Mm -hmm. everything and this thing still floored me for a week like floored me yeah uh man having a, a system not ready for for this virus would have sucked
0: yeah Sarah, sarah's best guess is that she might have picked it up at um at like a dollar store or whatever specifically because she was like as we were like you're just kind of retracing all your steps it was like saturday was super rainy which means people's masks were probably wet which means people's masks were probably not effective like <laughs> There, it was like I was like, oh man! I was like, you see, like you think, like just like, yeah. Think if you're like moisture, and then it was downpouring. If anyone has like any amount of moisture, just compromises a mask like completely in terms of like droplet retention or whatever. Mm. On both, both like giving and receiving, and so I was like, oh man! I mean, it could be anything,
1: right? It could, it could be anything. Yeah. it was, it was, just, it was particularly off. that it was like out
0: on Saturday, and then like I was just like, oh, a wet mask is a wet mask is no mask at all basically
1: or or it catches all that stuff and then you get in your doorway you take it off you touch the door you're touching it yeah, yeah touching it and like everyone's touching theirs yeah every doorknob is like extra infected like it's yeah. it's crazy like I'm very disappointed that two years of work ended up with me catching it mm-hmm. but I'm not like angry. Yeah, I mean... And, I get... and anyone, like, whatever. Everyone's going to do do weren't sharing
0: lollipops but... or anything with strangers.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, it it is what it is, right? Like, it's it's not fun. Don't catch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll try
2: not to. It's in my house. <laughs> Good to know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, when I called work, they're just like, is there any way you can be isolated from your kid? I was like, he's eight. They're like, oh, well good luck
0: yeah <laughs> but at least it's, i mean you only have like the one tv and stuff. i told you there's a, a buddy of mine at work no that, we like,
1: have
0: we have two oh. but
1: he's too little to be like on his own and especially when he's not feeling well too like he was he was sick and like he got oh, that's
0: awesome okay that's like a little bit of a different story like because my buddy at work his kid got it but was like more or less asymptomatic like had the sniffles so yeah. they just, like, we put in the TV and, like, hooked up the PS4. And they were, like, all the PS4 you want, kid. And he was, like, his greatest infection ever. And, like, and just, like, <laughs> they, like they, like, delivered him, like, put food on the, like, in the hallway and, like, knocked on the door. And he just, like, opened and took it and was just, like, and then left the dirty plates out on the door later. Like, yeah. kid was just jamming, jamming through PS4 all day, living the dream. Being, like, wait a second, I don't have to go to school? And I just get to play PS4 all the time?
1: yeah day day one was 4 a.m he crawled into our bed and was like i have a sore throat <laughs> like with, with his that, head that's between...
0: information you tell me from the door son it's yeah. not,
1: not from the bed information <laughs> so he, we, we did the home test and it was like positive like bright, yeah, purple yeah, yeah, yeah line, like
0: boom sarah sarah's was also like uh sarah's uh, my my cousin his baby got it like a week or two and was like, like the drops hit the thing and lit up like a Christmas tree and like yeah. Sarah's was like wow. yeah, almost immediately like usually you like wait for the control line to slowly like fade in and then just like give it a little bit extra time it was like as the moisture like dripped through the little thing like both lines just like lit up as it like as it went by so yeah, was like, like a sharpie yeah pretty much I was like there it is <laughs> so wow. when you work
1: at, in healthcare you have to go get a PCR test the home test is not um, reliable enough to decide whether or not you're going to go work with patients. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had to go to the hospital. And the first time I went, I tested negative, um, which was fine. I felt fine at that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, I got sick. And when I got back to work, to the, to the hospital to get tested again, um, I'm like trying to be super careful, like hands in my pockets the whole time, not touching anything, mm-hmm. like telling the nurse, like, I'm really sick. I'm pretty sure I'm positive. She's like, okay, like, you know, doing the test with arms fully extended, <laughs> uh, trying not to like cough or yak in her face. Cause it's still a, a gross nasopharyngeal swab. Yeah. She was like, yeah, good luck. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And I got the results back faster than the first one, because I guess, uh, microbiology was just like, whoa. <laughs> That is all the virus. You
0: no, know, Good times. But you're on the mend. And hopefully yeah. my wife doesn't uh, have it that bad. The no smell,
1: no taste thing is, is the weirdest of all the symptoms because it's hard to explain. Like I tried peanut butter, thinking that. That's a good strong odor and, and flavor that, that's hard to mess. Just texture. And let me tell that's you, just weird. the texture of peanut butter. <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> it's, like, it's like some wow. sort of an
0: art supply or something. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's like a, a soft putty that just kind of mushes yeah. around your mouth and leaves an oily film afterwards. It's just not, <laughs> <you> know, it's <laughs> not great.
0: <laughs> so tell Sarah, like, if she loses her taste, buds, she just needs to start hammering back, like, dirty martinis. Like, the dirtiest of dirty martinis.
1: Yeah, like, I, I had a shot of... Like I put some olives in a little bowl, and there was like juice at the end of it. I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna drink that too." <laughs> um, mouthwash was super weird
0: because it has like the tingle, but no flavor.
1: Yeah, you're like, <laughs> "Why <laughs> is everything cold and burning?" <laughs> There's no mint flavor. <laughs> oh, no, strange.
0: Super weird. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know someone who got the Delta or whatever, and, and lost their their taste for like two, three months almost. Like it was a. Oh, you know, good long stretch of no okay. taste. However, it was apparently like pretty good for dieting cuz like you like <laughs> there, there was like no craving for sweets and stuff. It was just like, well,
1: here's the weird thing. Um the body reaction to sweets was the same.
0: Like you still got like a little like like sugar
1: buzz. Yeah, like <laughs> like the, the the endorphins still went off. Huh. Like oh. I was feeling pretty miserable I had a, like a little bag of gummy candies and ate them nothing there and just feeling like mm, this is good this is <laughs> great this is fine
0: This is basically just like chewing on sticky tack
1: yep and but the, the 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 like biochemical response from it was not changed that's so weird yeah anyway i mean you kind of expect
2: that a little
1: i mean yeah i love street stuff yeah. i kind of have a, yeah. an addiction to it but it was a weird feeling to like feel that like oh i do
0: feel a little so more took, upbeat. It's like you took a gummy candy intravenously. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that gummy of straight in my veins.
1: So yeah, that's been my last couple of weeks. Dealing with that. We're we're all pretty good now. Arch is is cleared to go back to school tomorrow. Um Bruce is feeling pretty good. Uh I sound worse than I feel. Oh. I think that's the the way of putting it.
0: I mean if it was a really long incubation time, Sarah might have gotten it when we went to go see the Batman. <laughs> Do you want to talk about see, that? How was we it? We did see the Batman, but that was actually like a full two weeks ago. That We, we saw that after recording the last 90s, so that'd be a hell of a yeah. long time if it was. Well, when, didn't they say originally like the like the longest onsets were reported almost 14 days after exposure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So if, if th- that would have been, if she got sick today, that would have been day... 13 after seeing the batman so maybe but yeah saw the batman it was good real good yeah i uh i thought it was like a really good movie really fun movie i wish it was like an eight hour hbo show so it's a three hour film like it's two hours 50 minutes like it's a full three hour movie and they and and not to say that anything needs to be cut like that you definitely could have trimmed it down to like being easily like two and a half and probably like just a little over two if you wanted to just like shorten stuff. But a lot of the stuff that you could trim down was still good. Like open-ended stuff that kind of like benefited from breathing, but didn't necessarily like benefit in the way of like, like could have still been cut from the movie. Didn't like feel like it, nothing felt like a drag. Like I will say like the biggest recommendation for this movie was, it was almost three hours long. Uh, we went to like an eight thirty showing and Sarah did not fall asleep for like one minute. Like, which is, that's, that's a pretty, like, like she fell asleep during the third act of Spider-Man. Like, like which all all the Spider-Men are out and about having fun. She was like, well, I understand. I've seen the, I've seen the big reveal zonk. And like, just like zonked out during basically like a 30 minute action sequence. Uh, But you know, but like Batman kept her up like the entire time. So like nothing that would have been trimmed felt long. I would say the ending felt a little, the ending was maybe like five, to 10 minutes can
2: you summarize the plot of this batman movie because
0: yeah, yeah i didn't want to man, necessarily a get a lot to of too batman much. so this batman yeah. is basically year two of batman uh like it's specifically like, like he Frank does Miller? like a voiceover reading his uh his bat diaries or whatever else like that that read like rorschach's journal um where he's like this is year two of his like the batman experiment where he's trying to like hmm. bring fear to the streets and stuff like that um Carmine Falcone runs the underworld. The penguin is his right-hand man. Uh, Selena Kyle is just like a, a, a thief trying to help her friend out. Uh, so it's like Catwoman-y, uh, but like not necessarily like f- a full villain. And the main villain is someone who ultimately is like inspired by Batman uh, is played by like the Riddler. So it's like trying to punish... Um, what it like the the plot line is basically punishing both like mafioso and police and public officials that like helped cover them up. Cause there was like a big drug bust at cer- a certain point in Gotham's past. And uh, like the plot line has to do with the fact that the Riddler is kind of like also doing a vigilante, like murder style justice, but also like leaving riddles because he like idolizes the Batman. So he's like, it's kind of like a little challenge to the Batman. It, does the part that's like it's a good villain? It's not the Riddler. The villain is actually uh, Jigsaw from Saw, basically. Like they just like by way of he leaves riddles, <laughs> like. But like it, it's his his he like kidnaps someone and is just sort of like the only thing you need to do is like admit your crimes to everybody and like and blah 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 and like kind of like tries to put them through life lessons right before he kills them. It's 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 very very Saw killer Jigsaw style. But then, like they're just like they put little kind of riddles in there <laughs> to like. It's not the worst. It's not the worst, but it it is like. Eh, I mean, it's like he's, I'm a
2: little surprised. It's it's is this like a new villain that has never been appeared no. in a Batman? It's before? the Riddler. It's the Riddler. It's, oh. it's, it's oh. He, Jim Carrey saying it's a it's a guy who's not the Riddler.
0: Yeah, but he is not the Riddler. As in, like he's like he's
1: the not. Riddler. He's not doing riddles just to prove he's smarter than Batman.
0: I yeah. see. I see. I see. It's to teach lessons. Exactly. That's it. He's, he's, yep. he's a lesson-based Riddler.
1: Would you like <laughs> yeah. to solve a riddle, Batman?
0: Yeah, you pretty much. You even know. Like, exactly. Like, like very much so. Like, uh, leaving little, like, clues behind and, and having like, even like the morality play stuff on like live camera and whatever. Like it's, it's, they drew a lot from the Saw villain. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's also, it's the, like you, uh, Scott, you shared that meme, and I, did I send it to you, or I don't know? I, I had seen it before. It's like Doctor Manhattan, where he's like, "It is 1989," and it's like a film reboot of Batman is a darker, grittier version of Batman. It is 2005. I, yeah, 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 I saw that. It's a darker, grittier. It is 2022. <laughs> like, it's like the darkest, grittiest Batman yet. <laughs> like, uh, is it like, the
2: darkest and grittiest? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I specifically uh, rewatched. It was just like it happened to be on something uh, on the TV, uh, like about the last hour of um, Batman Begins, and I was like positively glossy by comparison.
1: That's funny. Like, I rewatched Batman '89 the other night. Yeah, I'm like, oh huh, It's pretty pop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like like, our sensibilities
1: I mean, have really changed
0: yeah exactly <laughs> it's,
1: like it's tim burton doing a, a batman movie all at night and it's like oh it's pretty bubbly
0: yeah exactly that's it there's a lot of like even like like a lot of stuff is like shiny in uh 89 like yep. uh the yeah the batmobile yeah the joker wears bright purple like yeah also i think he has like, a shiny, reflective kind of raincoat deal also mm-hmm. like like there's like a lot of like pleather and stuff yeah. floating around in that movie huh. uh yeah, I mean, and and like I said, and significantly darker than uh, begins at least. And I mean, yeah, like the entire thing, every everything is just like gray and bleak. It's a lot more. The Gotham is a lot more like the Gotham of the Joker film. Like like just a, like seventies New York. Yeah, like everything. only yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be two thousands, but it's like just just everything is dirty. Everything is gray. Everything is shitty. <laughs> Which is like. Hmm kind of supposed to be Gotham, right? Like, it's supposed to be, like, crime-ridden and, like, corrupt. dystopia. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, uh, yeah, all the performances are real good. Uh, I will say that um, it's, like, it's a bit of a bummer how, like, Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is just, like, a reclusive, like, mopey shithead. Like, it's maybe a little more believable and like he plays it right. Like it's not annoying, but you're just sort of like, he doesn't have like, and I mean, I guess like it's early enough. And so that's a little bit in year one too. And Frank Miller's like year one, right. Like he's not the public persona playboy yet. Right. Like he hasn't really seen the value of that. Like he's even like, like in, in the Batman, he's all like, I don't care about the money. Like this is the only thing that's worthwhile. Whereas like older Batman has like realized that like, Oh, I can do things with my funds and whatever that also, drive improvement. I don't just have to be a vengeance vigilante bat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll hold a fundraiser for Harvey Dent. He seems like a Yeah, good guy,
0: exactly. Huh? So like it, it's like he gets the pass I think because he is younger that he hasn't like worked that out yet. So he's just moody Batman, but like he's also <laughs> moody Batman with the mask off. So which is like you're not really used to always seeing that, but you can kind of see how it is. He he's he's excellent in it. He's also like probably the most um like does the most like acting in the suit in a weird way not to say that there's like a wide range but like he just like is like this other commanding presence like there's a lot of scenes with him and cops and whatever like so he interacts with a lot of like like he like he'll do investigations on crime scenes that, while the cops are looking at it so there's a lot more like interaction with him and like not a villain you know so it's like which is mm-hmm. you don't always see batman do that a <laughs> lot
1: <laughs> because the action movies don't make him a detective at all.
0: Yeah, usually like he, he sure. he's he's Bruce Wayne talking to like Lucius and uh Alfred usually in the films and then he's doing Batman voice to bad guys. Like you re- other than occasionally interacting with Gordon in the other movies, like you don't usually see him like interacting with people who he as Batman who he doesn't just like isn't friends with. <laughs> you know? So so and and he is a he is a detective in this uh gets a couple real luck, real big lucky breaks in his investigation i'll admit i don't necessarily want to spoil some of them but like some of them are borderline ridiculous in terms mm-hmm. of like in terms of like what does this mean and then someone's just sort of like i have a niche piece of information and can tell you exactly what that means and he's like i see <laughs> and, then like, and you're like does wow. it take away
2: from him being the world's greatest detective mm.
1: No,
0: like he's still like, like he does stuff like, uh, like he, he cracks a cipher in his head in like 30 seconds and whatever else like that. Like he like figures out the riddle and then has the cipher and like Alfred's like pinning it out and he like comes back together and he's like, what if we do this? And like, he's like, how do you ap- approach and code crack? They like, they do that, you know? And then it's just like, he also like goes down like a wrong conclusion, figures it out and like backtracks real quick but is too late because he did the wrong conclusion, but did get the right one. You know, like, I mean, again, he's like, year two Batman, you know, like, but yeah, yeah. like he, he's doing yeah. detective work. He's not just being strung along and, and whatever else. I will also say that it is two hours and 50 minutes. Easily, easily two hours of it. He is Batman. <laughs> like at least like he, it, the movie is him and Cape and cowl being Batman throughout like it's it's a big rarity for their in, and he's in it the whole time too like it's like there's not a lot of Bruce Wayne in this so Very I think exactly. I think, kind, of, kind of think it would be better as an HBO show hmm. like the world is like so big that I was like like exploding it out and having more time to breathe would be like even more fun and that's not a like I said, it's not a knock on the film it's real good I just like there was like a lot of stuff where you're like, oh, I would I would like to see more of that. I'd like to see more of the Penguins Club. I'd like to see more of like all this and that. The w- one thing that is wild, wild casting is Colin Farrell as the Penguin. It makes no sense. Like, Does he work? Oh yeah, he's, he's first of all um, like, it, w- what's the word I'm looking for? Like unrecognizable as Colin Farrell, but it is n- nonsense to me that they were like, well, we want like a heavy set like Italian mobster stereotype. We'll put like prosthetic so he kind of gets like a bit of a penguin face. You want to start with like a heavy set Italian actor and then just like do the I nose no, 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 good looking Irish actor then Bill from there Colin Farrell
2: has impressed the hell out of me he's a great actor take...
0: like ab- yeah. absolutely like i said absolutely Doesn't nails the, the credit, role but there was just like deserves... there was a faster way to get to that character that didn't have to go through handsome irish actor like there's other yeah. like you got to imagine there was like the casting like i'm sure like whoever the cast director was was like wait really wait, what like we have a straight line like you know like it's just the Cast Tom Paul Cruise. Giamatti in this, and he's done. Like, you know, it's like... <laughs> is <laughs> Danny DeVito still available? Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> the they Tom Cruise Tropic Thunderdome, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, like it's even when you know it's Colin Farrell, he is not Colin Farrell on that screen. Like, cool. yeah, like, like you're like, oh, usually you're like... I, I find, like, the, the other... Like, the comparisons that I drew were, like... Remember there were those two movies? It was, like, American Hustle was one of them, and then there was another one anyway there was like like around the same time both christian bale and matthew mcconaughey uh did like balding fat guy movies Mm -hmm. they had like (laughs) they were balding fat guys but you could still kind of like i was like they still kind of come off as like confident and have swagger or whatever like because i guess
2: guys can be confident and have swagger
0: right and but you could also kind of like see it in their eyes boom 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 (laughs) scott just, just 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 threw up the what's up International Slap <laughs> for What's Up
1: Pops out so the balling fat guys. Come on. Yeah.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. It's not like that. Like there it is, you like I was like, even looking at his eyes trying to see Colin Farrell, there was like nothing there. Like it was it was a different guy. Like you would swear that they like just cast another guy and then just like put Colin Farrell on the poster. <laughs> like it is cool. Comp- like really again, good performance, but it was just like such a long road to get to fat Italian mobster guy by way of Attractive Irish Dude. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, would probably rank it... Like, I, I I, mean, I have not rewatched it recently enough, but I'd probably rank it just under, like, Dark Knight in terms of, like, best Batman on film huh. kind of rendition. But, like, like Scott, no. I know you like Begins a lot. Yeah, you gotta
1: watch uh, Dark Knight again, because... A lot of the things I liked about that movie did not survive. I watched really? it pretty
0: recently. I like, watched that's it, the it thing pretty recently like, like, too. Yeah,
1: uh, the Batman voice really great. The zombie. Batman voice is
0: insane. Like, don't get me wrong, and, and it's also it's- not, and it's also not completely absent from the Batman. It's not, it's not Christian Bale's Batman voice, but it's still like, I am vengeance, and like, you know, like. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: Let's be fair. Okay, so so that sucks. But it's still a very small offense in an otherwise incredible action movie. Everything, I, everything.
1: I watched Begins and, and Dark Knight almost back to back, like within the same week. And it, okay. he like turns it up to 11 for reasons that I don't understand. And it really seemed very jarring.
2: I think Christopher yeah. Nolan doesn't like you understanding people. Yeah, that he loves- like, might be part of it. Did like you guys ever Mario. see um his his Bronson movie? Yes about the um the criminal? You don't, don't know. have a fucking Burnall, word right? out of his mouth. Yeah. It's
0: not Christopher Nolan,
2: is it? Yeah, it is. I mean it's Christian Bale. No, it's Tom uh, Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Um you sure? Isn't that Christopher Nolan? No, maybe yeah. it's not. I might I mentioned to just be thinking of uh, uh yeah. Tom
0: Hardy. Yeah. I will say in Tenet. Holy crap, do people mumble through Tenet? Like really? yep. <laughs> and uh yeah, no. I uh, uh, the, if the Batman voice is your main problem, I can see that. It is. It's. It's. It's a lot, and has been like memed into oblivion. Like I'm not wearing armbands. Like it's <laughs> It's like insane. Uh, but outside of the Batman voice, man, like Heath Letter's Joker was like something else. No, but... I'm not
1: taking anything away from that. I have nothing bad to say. About that Joker performance, mm-hmm. the the script was probably a little bit weaker than it needed to be, especially with the uh, Two Face stuff. Yeah, um, the, the love uh, interest
2: was a little a little shaky. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and that was like he dug that. him he dug himself a hole from the first movie. Like he wanted it there, he wanted Rachel Dawes to be there, mm-hmm. and then was like, "Oh no, what? She's still there." Like they didn't write her out. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she could have, she could have gone to, uh, uh what's, what's that island? The magic, the mysterious DC island. They, they refer to it in Batman 89.
1: There's, there's lots of them.
0: Yeah, I know. But the one in Batman 89, they, 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 they keep referring to like, uh, her photojournalism in, not on Rachel Dawes, but like it's Vicki Vale in the first one. Ah, uh, this is bugging me. Cordo something, Cordo something. Cordovia? No, the one that Bane is from. Yeah, yeah,
1: Like, Corto damn Maltese. Or...
0: It's Corto Maltese.
1: God damn it. <laughs> Created by Frank Miller in The Dark Knight Returns.
0: God damn, wow. Frank Miller. And yeah, and referenced in Batman 89. Like, they mm-hmm. they, they they talk about, like, a photojournalism expose from Corto Maltese, and, like, they just took a, a weird deep cut from a, like, obscure place. And they were like, not all the places in DC are fake.
1: It's <laughs> on the cover of time magazine that Joker's looking at when he's um, stalking Vicky Vale.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as a
2: deep cut in terms of Batman books. Wouldn't that be the, the most popular Batman?
0: No, no, no. On? I'm thinking but it, like when eight, when Batman 89 referenced it, it is not like a quarter Maltese is not a normal part of Batman lore that anyone would pick up on. Sure. As a, as a reference in Batman 89. Right, like that's like some comic mm-hmm. shit that did not need to be in the movie. <laughs> like hey, no one.
1: That's also where the Suicide Squad is is filmed, where Starro gets captured.
0: Oh yeah, Court Maltese. Uh, there <laughs> we go. It's all coming to you. Have you watched Peacemaker yet, Scott? No, Riss has no interest in it. So I've been. What? She loves John uh, Cena. Not really. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> You tell her I told her she loves John C. And did you ju- give it a go?
1: No, I didn't even didn't even try.
0: I would uh, put it out there. Be like Sarah really really liked it. But... Yeah, uh,
1: the the humor of it does not appeal to her. And, uh, uh, Super. She liked the kind boys. Of yeah. What do you want me to say? It's...
0: Your wife has just the weirdest tastes. I, mm-hmm. I don't even understand. And how does she think you're funny? She doesn't really. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so what? Else, what's what else is going on? I guess that was like movie news. That was like a pretty big
2: Elden movie. Ring. Elden
0: Ring. Elden okay. Ring. So the newest, it's the uh, biggest, meanest uh, game yet.
2: The biggest, meanest game yet of the uh, Dark from. Souls franchise
0: from Hidetaki Miyazaki and the they studio. Can't call it a Dark from. Souls franchise anymore. They, they, they? need to come up with another name for it, right? Like it's. I mean, here's the thing:
2: it like you could say like, yeah, okay, there's um GRR Martin's writing involved with it, and it doesn't take place in the shared universe, but the like. If if I if you just thought if you've ever played Dark Souls and you go Dark Souls in an open world, it's exactly that. Like they changed very, very, very little from the formula of Dark Souls.
0: Yeah, it's it. It's like it's back to High Fantasy as opposed to like Bloodborne, which was Cthulhu. Right? Yeah, but and then it's also not one.
2: What
0: was the other one? Oh,
2: well, Sekiro was the like ninja yeah. assassin game. And that one was the, the farthest out there from the whole of the franchise bloodborne was just like take the dark souls formula make it victorian make it super fast less less defensive stuff and and there you go this is just like straight Mm -hmm. up dark souls in an open world is it good yeah it's fucking great um it has you know like all of the dark souls games there there are flaws you could like pick apart certain parts of it that don't really work very well there is like Mm -hmm. You know, part part of the storytelling of Dark Souls is that they don't they don't hold your hand. You know, like if you have a quest, mm-hmm. some guy is going to be like, "Ring a bell," or "Ring two bells." You know, and that's the information you get. You can't ask him where are those bells. They ain't going to fucking tell you. And in an open world game, when you get a quest like "Give so and so a potion," <laughs> you know, there's a there's a lot of space to cover for where uh, where you could have to go for that. So like that that isn't that great. But if you like. Dark Souls in general, gigantic fantasy adventure, tons of shit to do, crazy gigantic world, huge scary bosses, fun uh, PVP, uh, PVE, um, co-op. Yeah, it's all there. Is I put a hundred and probably hundred and thirty hours into it so far, and That's I'm honestly. at. Yeah, and I'm at the end, and and I will say I was like pretty thorough, but I was definitely not one hundred percent thorough. That's a lot of games, sir. There's a lot of game. Yeah. Well, was, you know, I, I I had a COVID scare, right? I was locked in a room for a couple of days last week, and I just <laughs> did nothing other than that. you were like
0: that kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, woohoo! Special PS4 time for John. You better believe it. Ah, oh, sorry, I can't help you with my son. I got to play. I'm I gotta, sick. I gotta bye. stay for the good of the family. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> it's also like the 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 closed door at night, with just like the the blue light flickering under the door, like from the TV, just on twenty four seven. Still Pretty playing much. Elden Ring. Yeah. Mm. But it like did it 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 did at any point it feel like a chore? Nope. Nope. So it was like, like, it it mixed it up and like you're progressing and you never felt like you were like, nothing was like super repetitious or whatever. That's something
2: that's kind of incredible about it. There, there, there are some elements like that, that repeat, you know, there's like the, the, the encounter that is like, it's like a jail, you go in the jail and then you kill whatever is the monster that's in the jail. So like, you know, every zone has its jail type encounter. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that repetitive? I mean, sure. You know, they're, they're reusing the same kind of thing, but there's just so much other stuff that is new in every area that it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're just running through the same garbage over and over again. I know like with um what's the one that you played that was like an open world where you, you um just cause I think four maybe was the one you were into? Uh,
0: no, I usually no the the open world games I usually play are Far Cry.
2: Far Cry. That's, a, that's yeah, yeah. it. I understand that there, you know, I haven't played too many of them, but I understand that there's, there's like X number of gameplay elements and they just kind of like reuse them in every zone. And that's the end of it.
0: Yeah. Well, then like, like busting up a base, it'll be a different base in a new zone, but you still bust up the base. Like it's uh, right. So. so every
2: big zone has like a large scale linear dungeon. That would mm-hmm. be like, like a, like a, a, a normal bunch of levels from the other dark souls games. Okay. So you kind of end up going back and forth between linear and not so linear areas. And um, and it mixes it up. It keeps it, it keeps it really fresh. And the other thing is that there's th- like the bosses are really really challenging, as is kind of typical for the Dark Souls zone. This might actually be a bit of a flaw in that you can just go to another area and get a bunch of levels and then come back, and you're probably not going to have too big a time with the bosses. Like, if anything, this is kind of easier than the than the other
1: Dark Souls. And games if you could do. be
0: like, oh, I don't like here. It's easier to like level, I guess, because it's open world. But... Totally,
1: totally, totally. Well that's fine. I like that as a mechanic. I don't like being buttonholed into figuring out the exact way you have to beat them if,
0: if you want to go and like, just work out a bunch. Well, you could do that a little in two or three, right? Was three the slightly open world one?
2: All of them had like a little bit of a feeling of being open world and they all had branching pathways. Mm -hmm. But like when you really, really got to know the game, like you realize eventually, okay, there's really two paths and there might be a little side area that's a little extra and you could go down there and, and farming kind of becomes really shitty because you end up having to run through like the same the same level six or seven times. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, like, you're just going to a new area, and even like even at a hundred hours into the game, I would go back to like the starting zones. You run through them, you're gonna find shit that you missed. Like it's just jam packed with with stuff. Hmm. It's pretty fun. I am um, like honestly, I, I'm I'm, all, I'm amazed that this game was made. It's like it's like part of the, i don't know if it's like a japanese thing where they're just like the 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 director is god he says you you're going to do this and then that's what ends up happening in it it's like i don't know if you've heard of Mi- not the other miyazaki right the the director for um uh studio ghibli where mm-hmm. he doesn't storyboard anything the way he works is he like walks over to the animators is like ah i want you guys to draw me this and then like Two days later, they come back and they, and they show him what they drew. And he's like, okay, make the girl a little bit more like this. Make this a little bit more like this. Do it again. See me in two days. And then, you know, and they repeat, repeat, repeat for three years. And then you get a fucking masterpiece movie. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do, do other studios work that way? Nope. They storyboard. They nope. make plans. Oh, nope. Lucasfilm yeah. works that way
0: some like worked
2: that worked way. Worked that way. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, you know, that, that's a good point. Like, so, sometimes this doesn't work. And I read a I read a big piece about uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, so the the director for From, and he like wasn't into video games. He 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 like got into it at, later in life, and so he has like some stuff that you know, things he does that you probably wouldn't do in a in a in a standard triple A video game. And this, I think, is going to be seen as his magnum opus. This, this was like they had essentially infinite budget because they had so many big successes. Like Bloodborne was a huge success. Sekiro didn't sell as many copies, but it was like uh, um, a critical darling. And Dark Souls, fr- starting at Soul uh, at Demon Souls, going Dark Souls one, two, and three. Each one sold more than the one after. Mm-hmm. You know. It's, that's that's kind of crazy, and they they sell very very well with their expansion packs, and there is just so much game here. I, I just I can't believe how much game got into this. If this was like any other company, they would have split it into four different expansion packs. Just what you got out of the mm-hmm. out of the base game, and the world is designed that it's clear there's zones all over the place where they're going to put in expansion pack stuff.
0: As long as From Software doesn't realize how much more money they could make uh, doing like Plinko. Phone games? <laughs> right. I think they'll be yeah. okay. Yeah. Because I was gonna say it was like the other the other guy who was like that was Kojima, right? Yep. Where it was like, yeah. do do whatever you want because Metal Gear games just sell a gazillion million copies at all times. Then they were like, wait a second, phone games. Don't that's you have cool. phones? <laughs> that's Fuck real you, pr- That's real printed money. Get out of yeah. here, Kojima. Nobody needs you anymore. But yeah, but he was the other guy who was also like a heavy like single single vision game director. Type. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. The other one was, uh, I just hooked him up. Fumito Ueda was the Aiko Shadow of the Colossus guy. currently yeah, he's like yeah. that. He was like, just has, you just do this and you do it the way he says it. And that's, and which ends up like having the weirdest games. Like, Shadow of the Colossus was a weird game. Did really yep. well. But yep. like, if you, but you could tell that there was like someone's vision behind it. There's no way like a studio game is like, oh, most of the game is you riding around on a horse, just like, holding up your sword and kind of trying to figure out where to go. Then yeah. it's an amazing boss. Then more horse. <laughs> you know, like it, it's such a like weirdly paced game. What's that... great about the, the
2: visionaries, right. Is that you can feel their influence on each other. Like you, you can feel shadow of the Colossus a little bit in some of the dark souls stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. I, uh, yeah. I played an open world game also by open world. I mean, I played uh Spider-Man on the PS4 and the yeah. open world is it it boggles my mind that they just rendered all of Manhattan it's just like all there like you just swing around basically every street and cross street of Manhattan every landmark is there it's around you can take pictures of some of them there's you know it's a uh, it's stupid how it's everything is there and it's also well actually everything is there in the marvel universe so there's also it's like all of manhattan plus like the avengers tower is there and like the baxter building is in there also so you can like
1: that's got to be really weird if you work on that block and you're just like <laughs> now i'm going to go visit where i go every day oh it's, oh, it's, avengers, it's avengers tower, tower.
0: <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> dang it um yeah the bar with no name is there you can find the bar with no name <laughs> really that's <cool>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole like little you, you can in the main story you can you can just it's just a thing that you could pick up on a camera, but then in uh since I have the game of the year edition with the like the ham like hammerhead uh it has like a, a storyline or whatever where you have to like pop into the bar the uh the bar with no name. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, uh super fun, but like that that did get repetitious in the open world mm-hmm. game way. The it, it down it like it offsets repetition by it is just the stupidest amount of fun to be Spider Man swinging around Manhattan. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like web zipping and web slinging is just like a super fun mechanic. It's like really intuitive. You can kind of like, there's a couple ways to you can sort of like slow down time too if you want to like really chain together where you're shooting your web. So if you do need to like do a complicated, like multiple change of directions while zipping around, it's like pretty fast. They do, like, a quick thing, too, where it's, like, even on the fly without doing any slowdown, you'll have, like, a little circle that'll, like, icon into anything that you can either swing or, like, zip off of. So you can just Mm kind of, like, quickly on the fly just, like, move the camera around and, like, pick the thing to, like, shoot to the next spot. It's, like, really, really intuitive and really feels like you can, like, zip and spring off of everything as you see it coming, like, in a on-the-fly way where you can, like, just keep speed where it still feels like you're controlling spider-man like it's it doesn't feel like you're on rails or whatever it's uh <laughs> yeah so like every time they're like oh the next the next mission's all the way across town they're like i think i've used like fast travel like twice in the game because always i'm like man it's so much more fun it just like even if it's like literally end to end to end on the map if you're like in a good groove is maybe four or five minutes of like going like north like to the northern tippy tip of manhattan all the way down to the south is maybe four or five minutes of web swinging and you're like man Fast travel would be like a minute, thirty seconds. I don't know. Loading screens, whatever. Right.
1: That's because Manhattan is a perfect grid, right? Like... Yeah, exactly.
0: So that, that, that's like you can just go down major boulevards, or whatever. As as is always is the case in free roaming Spider-Man games, uh, Central Park is your worst nightmare. You're like, you're like, <laughs> you like you like come around the corner to you Central Park, zip. and you're like, God damn it! And you're just sort of like, <laughs> kind of like hopping from posts and trying to zip and like swing off of trees, and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> just
1: just walk. Swat.
0: sometimes it's just sprint across it <laughs> like the best is like there, there's like so much like uh like citizen dialogue and stuff like that like like people call you out for just when you're running down the street they're like <laughs> like oh, spider-man why aren't you swinging stuff like <laughs> just like just running if you like if you just run down a sidewalk on the street everyone like makes fun of you for not web swinging it's That's also great. kind of great because like there's uh there's a lot of like a lot of weird npc like reactions like there'll be like, a rooftop party or something going on and like you like swing by but if you like listen to what they're doing they're like they're like they're like i've lived in new york for five years and that's the first time i saw them, and everyone's like yay <laughs> you know like <laughs> i was like fair i was like that's that, that's on point that you would be like super pumped to be on a rooftop party and have spider-man like zip through totally you'd be like what an exciting thing yeah super fun i also uh I mean I don't know what what the cost of it is when it came out but the game of the year edition had DLC which added like it's a whole other storyline that is like par rapport avec the uh, the main storyline so it's like mm-hmm. it was a good it's a good chunk of DLC and also by far the like hardest uh like v- goon and villain fights and stuff like that like it, it's like it it was designed to be a challenge even if you had unlocked all the gear and stuff in the main storyline, like they, they, they properly like ramped it up and it's like, as a result ends up being like harder than any of the, not the boss fights, but the, like the, the mob fights are probably harder than anything in the main game. So, Hmm. which was, which was kind of nice. Would recommend a lot of fun, super fun, like popcorn game. PS4. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I also have the miles Morales one, but I haven't popped that in yet. And I was like, I don't know. I think that might be too much Spider-Man. I'll take a break in between. (laughs) yeah because i already i'm kind of hitting the like like the the fights are starting to get like a chore where you're like oh like clear this bunker and i'm like all right here's like 200 300 dudes or whatever it is and it's just like you get good at your combos you can like snake in and out like unless something goes like real south you're you're just gonna kind of float around and smash through everything i like it though would would recommend what are you playing scott
1: I'm playing a first-person shooter on mobile called Frag. Frag, really? Yeah. It's made by Obibi, who did that race car game that wasn't a Hot Wheels game that I really liked.
0: Huh. I remember this vaguely, yeah. yeah. And it's
1: like tons of different characters that all have different first-person shooter powers. And it's sort of three-minute round capture-the-flag games.
0: I Are not really really Fortnite, it? incidentally. I tried Fortnite it. You can Fortnite on your phone.
1: I tried it, it, and I tried PUBG, and both of them were too big for me. The arenas were too big. Okay. Um, Didn't didn't click with me. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: This is a little bit simpler, a little bit more cartoony, and, uh, yeah, super involved, but it's a lot of – it's pretty balanced. It's okay for free-to-play, but every now and then you run into someone who's just dropped, like, 300 bucks on it and they just splatter you. Yeah. And that sort of sucks because yeah. there is that pay to win aspect of it and it's just like okay that's that's fine. I'm just going to spend 3 minutes respawning over and over and over again. That sort of sucks. But the rest of the game has been really really fun enough for me to bring it up. Like huh. yeah Most of the time it's fine and they're because there's so many different characters. I'm at like 50 different characters so far, and you build teams of five. Um, A lot of strategy will make up for underpowered cards. So I've beaten people that have better decks than me. Um, Wait, cards? I thought this was a first-person shooter like your equipment uh, is cards. No, your yeah. your characters are cards. You like load your team. And it's a first person shooter. You just
0: Oh, so you you're like you're not playing with people. You're, like you your five guys or your five like you load out five dudes, but you you, you shoot mm-hmm. as each of them?
1: My team is five guys, and I will play against another player that has a team of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, people just call it your your deck because you get like 60 different characters so you kind of load those characters onto your team. Mm-hmm. Uh a camper, a defense guy, a wild card, and like, an attacker. Do you
0: alternate between them or like when they die, you swap to another one, or like
1: you can click on your uh any member of your team and just swap
0: right to them. And what do they do when you're not on them? Do they just go into like overwatch AI. mode or kind of? Yeah, AI. Hmm. Hmm.
1: And because they have different roles, they'll they'll play within their roles. So like the AI will never make your camping sniper run across the map to try to Grab the flag. He'll always kind of stay back and always kind of shoot across the map. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, it's it's fun, like enough to play a lot. I say maybe one in twenty matches is a real curb stomp.
0: But that's like that, so, that's so not bad. the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, no, like, that's like, totally like fine. yeah, like, I, like in in normal shooters, you know, like it won't be someone pay to win, but there'll be someone smurfing, so it'll be the same thing. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like in about one in twenty, someone will have like you know started up a new account that night and is actually like triple diamond or something, and it's just like no scope headshotting and whatever <laughs> <laughs> happens um, in Rocket League.
1: I've I've lost matches where it's just like oh I'm running into the team that is perfectly designed to to smash my team, yeah. and that's luck of the draw. You don't know what's what what they're going to show up with, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've lost badly that way. But you can tell when you're just like, oh, these are the wrong guys. Like I can't beat this team. That's also
2: Versa- kind of all right. Like you'd if it was a well-designed game, you'd expect that to happen every now and again, you know?
0: Yeah, and like, and you, and you you've probably been that to someone else's for sure. For dudes.
1: Oh yeah, like- I have. I have one character that's my favorite. She's got a zip line, which, as far as like second power, they all have like a main gun and a second power. So like. um like a fast pistol that doesn't do a lot of damage, but it shoots a lot of bullets. And the second power is like uh, area effect healing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's fine. Uh, the girl that I like has a zip line, which is her gun isn't super strong, but you can kind of bounce back and forth really quickly mm-hmm. to, to move around the map really fast. Uh, there's one guy that's got invisibility that works as long as he's not shooting. Mm-hmm. That, that's cool. Uh, some of them are a little awful or insta kills. Mm-hmm. One of them is like a bubble gun. If you get hit with it, you just kind of float up in the air. Don't <laughs> take any damage, but you can't do anything. So you just end up getting shot to high hell. Isn't Nothing fun. about that. it's, it's fun. And it was free to download. I haven't put any money in it and I'm played it for a couple of weeks now. And it's, it's good times.
0: The price is right. You never, did you ever pick okay. up the uh, the Rocket League mobile? I did, and I was just as bad
1: at it as I had one night <laughs> in Rocket League and was like, oh, yeah, there's a skill to this game that I still don't have.
0: <laughs> still can't air dribble and... <laughs> That's it,
1: exactly. <laughs> I played for about a week solid, and I was like, okay, okay. And then I got out of like the noob tree and started <laughs> playing against people who are not playing it for the first time. And I was like, oh, yeah, nope, still bad at Rocket League.
0: Put it up, put on hoops. Hoops. I don't know I if you play this at, at all. Well, probably not, because I think you need a play store or whatever. But they did a, it's a 2v2, like, side-scrolling version of Rocket League called Sideswipe. Uh, pretty fun.
1: <laughs> if you like Rocket League, it's very fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. I,
1: I do. It's just, I'm not good at it.
0: Yeah, it's also, also the the, the encounter time is right. Like, the two-minute matches are just sort of like, oh, yeah, like, hop on the Metro, play around round be where you're going more or less like it's the and it
1: it feels like rocket league
0: yeah i think that's impressive yeah they they made they they it all feels right like the boost is right like the air like the the, the same gravity on the ball like it's mm-hmm. like it's like the ball pops up and comes down at the same rate as it does in the full game like it's uh yeah. yeah like very quickly you're like oh cool this is how i can like pop it up and like do a little like flippity shot and stuff like andrew and i were playing into like i think alex was like how are you? Like, she's like, how can you do that? Like your first time, or like, because it's Rocket League, man. Like, just yeah. it's going side to side. You've removed one of the axisies of the game. Kind of made it easier in that sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it it that was good good design. Like, yeah. I can see why Rocket League players would like that, but I I was pathetic and started getting taunted and like.
0: Oh, no. But oh, the, no, the I... people can only taunt you via sticker. They're just like, boo, and like, angry face and like.
1: Laughing, yeah. like, pointing face. Growlit, growlit, little
0: emojis, yeah. whatever.
1: Like, yeah, no, I get it. I'm still bad at this game. It's i see
0: myself out now. Yeah. So sad. Trash talking via stickers. Yeah. Uh So, what else is happening, everyone? I mean, we talk about video games, talk about movies. Did you watch uh... your
2: terrible movie? I feel like there was a. No' I I one in the it.
1: bank no no, I still have to watch it Thunder Force, Thunder Force. man I've suffered enough this week
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you could have like you could have just made it part of your suffering to be like, this is my penance. Oh. yeah no no
1: I- i'll I'll try to commit to doing it for the next
0: next show. All right, I believe in you. um, I finished off. I think it's season two season. I mean, it's I'm up to date and I believe it was the finale of raised by wolves. And we talked about this oh. a little bit, uh, a little bit earlier on. Yeah. Such a, such a good sci-fi show. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Does that thing. Uh, when you were talking about uh, Elden ring slash mm. the souls games, John's where it's like, doesn't really hold your hand through the story. Like stuff just happens. And then you need to like, think about it and put it together. Like, um, they'll make a few references to uh, an electromagnetic field in the atmosphere that has been constructed to like protect it. And then they won't talk about that for like 10 episodes. And then all of a sudden, like it gets damaged and it starts snowing. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, but you know, like, like there's just, it's, there's, it's so dense and there's so much stuff to like unpack and nobody explains anything by like exposition. Cause like, they're <laughs> just sort of like, they're just taking care of their own story arcs and not necessarily like dealing with the world so real good real, like and like i said and and hard hard sci-fi like you're 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 absolute like into the the other enders game trilogy planet's kind of stuff like you're, wow
2: that's that's pretty hard it's
0: out there yeah. it's like i can i Just like, you know, like an Android mother that may have been like coerced by an entity that lives inside the planet and pregnant it with a flying serpent that has the same weaponized abilities that the Android did, but is from another planet, like for reasons. And then like tentacles attached to the Android to try to like get her like milk blood out and stuff like, yeah, that's just like, that's going on. That's there. (laughs) And you're just like, I guess this is this is what's happening. And that's like just one thing and in a, in a in an entire world of just like absolutely wild shit going on all over the place like i season 2 suffered a little visually i find uh like it clearly had a bit of a budget cut uh. like just just looks wise like they the first uh first season takes place on like then in the northern hemisphere of the planet and the second season takes place in like the southern And I feel there must have been a bit of a budget drop uh, because like it shows in the first couple episodes, but then I think they started like working within the constrained budget because it's less obvious in the like subsequent episodes that there's a low budget except that the flying space serpent looks like crap at all times. But I'm like HBO even had like, like the dragons didn't look great all the time either. So I think that when you decide to have flying reptiles in the sky, you, Maybe we just don't have the technology to like render that. <laughs> 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 I was like, like, how many times have like dragons and stuff look really good in, on film?
2: You guys saw of
0: the Five Dragon. I was gonna say, does that one do it? <laughs> no, and also Shang Chi also is meh. Rain <laughs> of Fire, Rain of Fire. That's gonna be the last
1: one I really liked.
0: The Rain of Fire dragons are all right,
1: yeah, but they had that cool blowtorch effect that looked really cool
0: yeah now th- this guy it just he's more like an eel and like an eel going through at the air just looks wrong
2: well, like it, it's chinese it,
0: dragon style no mm, Isn't that a... i mean when you see it you'll be like oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like it, it doesn't look great <laughs> it's just it's I, I think that's a little bit what they're going for but uh yeah, no, and just all sorts of, there's also a really fun companion podcast to it, which they ruined in the second season. So the first season companion podcast didn't go, like, episode by episode. Instead, it, like, picked up, like, ideas from the show and then, like, talked to, like, modern scientists to see what the feasibility of it would be. Okay. So they they analyzed the fictitious science. Like, for instance, the show takes place, like, on Kepler-22b, which is a... Uh, technically like a Goldilocks planet that exists. And mm-hmm. so like they actually had astronomers and stuff like, like talking about like what is a Goldilocks planet and how do we find them and the different telescopes that we have, like looking at them, like um, what was the name of like, there's like, there's currently a telescope that's just like cataloging planets as much information as they want. And they're just like, it's creating a database that eventually like the idea is, is that it's like creating a registry That will be analyzed later because like it's just taking in so much data that they're like when we know what we're looking at we should be able to have a more narrow criteria so it's just like there's a satellite that's right now just taking a gazillion pictures that like not to say nobody's looking at but it's like it's not a i mean it's not like a telescope that we're like using to focus on a certain area it's like it's cataloging vast stretches of stars and whatever so like anyway, but they they talk to literally the one of the lead scientists on that program talking about planets, which is a way super fun podcast to listen to, to have it like, hey, how about this? Like, obviously, there's a lot of Android stuff in the podcast deals with like, will we ever actually be able to have emotional AIs? Will AIs be able to make ethical decisions like outside of their programming? So they actually have, you know, like AI engineers on the show talking about it like a lot of the speculative parts of the sci-fi. And then the season 2 of the podcast is just like let's talk about the episode. And I was like, man, you had something real special in that first the first season of your companion podcast and then you turned it into like another podcast about a show. So, yeah. bit of a bummer there. Take that podcast. But yeah, uh, Raised by Wolves also uh, season 2 just Check finished it. up. Big big recommendos. Bring it home, home. someone. Someone bring it home.
1: Uh... It Was the NHL trade deadline today? Lots oh. of weird hockey stuff.
2: What mm.
0: does
1: that mean? And Montreal dumped a bunch of players for a bunch of projects and prospects and. That was draft that picks.
0: was. That was a foregone conclusion. No, it's fine. I'm
1: glad they actually did it.
0: Yeah, that and mean, they, really in st- in many ways they didn't dump enough.
1: Yeah, no, they could have gone more, but they traded away what three players today.
0: Well, and
1: Kulak, and Lekkinen,
0: and they had already traded away Sherat and Toffoli, and Toffoli. Yeah, Charot was the biggest, the biggest deal. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I love. So we had like a pretty good defenseman, John, and then just like mm-hmm. I love how the the Puck Soup guys are always like, this is like a master class <gasps> of like anchoring theory. So just like at some point in the se- like early in the season, they were like, we're going to trade Ben Charot, and there's no way we're going lower than a first round pick. And everyone was like that's crazy. He's not worth a first round pick. But they like never wavered from that story. And then ended up getting a first round pick for this like journeyman defenseman who's like good? Question mark like mm-hmm. fine? Like all all hockey analysts have, you know, rated him as okay. Okay. <laughs> and somehow by never changing their story like, they hoodwinked an entire league into thinking he's worth like a first-round pick. Like, everyone was like, he was like the, the crown jewel of the trade deadline. Ben Sherratt. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Especially
1: when you're the Seattle Kraken trying to trade Mark Giordano. Yeah. Who, who won a Norris Trophy two years ago?
0: <laughs> they got a pile of picks, though. Like, the Seattle Kraken realized the mistake no, and now, now they, accumulated they a bunch traded,
1: of picks. They traded Giordano and a left-winger, Blackwell. Mm-hmm. For two seconds and a third from Toronto. <laughs> yeah.
0: so they're going to be low seconds and low thirds.
1: Yeah, like it's
0: crazy. And we got a first round pick for Ben Chirac. No never, never been an All Star. <laughs> like, never had, never had a Norris. Never been a one good leader. series.
1: One good series last year against Toronto. Yep, it's crazy. It's great
0: it's but by far probably one of the like like it's i it's been rare in modern hockey to have like a trade where you could be like, oh that guy, that team won the trade, boy did Florida i mean like i get- i guess they get like it's not that he's like a dud, right, but it's like they just no. overpaid for a guy who was just fine, who's a good
1: fit and mm-hmm. fits under their salary cap because of the salary retention,
0: yeah and but that's fun, but and
1: also, um, the Lekkanen deal is
0: nice. Yeah, an actual defensive prospect. And but, like I said, the, the part that's a bummer here, and for John and our listeners, is that like some of the returns we're getting on these trades are like draft picks in the twenty twenty four draft, and you're like, it's gonna be a long time before this team is good. Like if, if you're like if, if you're putting together a plan that includes drafting three years from now. Like, yeah, that is. They really trade three years in advance? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's about as far as it goes. I don't think I've seen more than that. Like, usually three drafts away is usually about the furthest I've seen.
1: Like, there were no, nothing traded later than 2024 drafts. Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs) it. And I'm saying,
0: but like, and as a general rule, you usually see like, because there's like this year, next year. What is kind of interesting, though, about stuff in like, when you do that for your like 2024 is it gives you like breathing room down the road. Right. Cause that means that's a round you have two picks in and all that. Like
1: mm-hmm. that doesn't
0: necessarily mean you're going to, it's just another asset to trade that doesn't expire. Right. Like as opposed yep. to, if you get a, if you get a, a late pick this round, you either need to get a player with it or use it as like another trade bait or whatever. So it's like, you have like longer to decide what you're going to do with that pick. But Or, uh...
1: or it could be Colorado who will have now five years in a row with no pick in the second round.
0: That can also happen.
1: That's <laughs> crazy.
0: <laughs> but they're, they, they should win a cup though, right? I
1: Shouldn't mean, they? they should, but who knows what will happen in this league? Like the West, you have to go through Calgary. Uh, Edmonton has two of the best players in the world on that one team. That's not very good. Yeah, but then when there's no so, penalties in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Man. Those
0: two players get shut down.
1: we are going to lean on? Mike Smith. Edmonton had such a shit to bed today. So bad.
0: Yeah. They She's always do. so bad. She's such a badly yeah. mad. I couldn't. I, I they think acquired, the...
1: they acquired Brett Kulak and <laughs> Derek Brassard.
0: Yeah.
1: Come on. Yeah, I was
0: like, we fleeced Edmonton again. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> Like we like, what was it like a fifth round pick for Petrie or some nonsense? Like it was something stupid. I mean, it was a
1: second or a third. Yeah, and they give up a prospect Lagesson, a mm-hmm. second and a seventh for Brett Kulak,
0: who's another then, who's who's less than fine.
1: Right, and the Rangers picked up Justin Braun from the Flyers for a third.
0: Just what? <laughs> I mean, well, to, to be crazy. fair. Wait, Rangers picked him up. Rangers picked him up. Yeah. Yeah. That's if a Calgary is never going to trade for to Edmonton. That's like that's no like from Montreal, Toronto. From, from oh, Philly. from Philly.
1: Justin Brown from Philly
0: from the Flyers. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Pittsburgh. Either-
1: My other favorite is Pittsburgh picked up um, Nathan Bollier Yeah. For a seventh round pick, and I was watching TSN. And they're like, these are the statistical analysis of Nathan Bulger. Like every single advanced stat, all of them, for the uh, after like twenty games minimum, have Nathan Bulger at the bottom of the list. Is <laughs> absolutely the worst defenseman playing in the NHL. <laughs> Pittsburgh is just like, uh, we'll, we'll take him. I guess. <laughs> God, oh.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I guess like I that I, I'm not. Uh, I think. The Habs did a good job, but it is—it's very, very future, future thinking. Like, I mean,
1: yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, but I mean, no, I, I'm not—I wasn't expecting this. Like, it's when I when I see some of the trades, though, I was like, I'm not—I ex- was not expecting the team to be good next year. But I'm like, with the moves, it doesn't even look like that they're going to be even a bubble team next year. Like, they're not even going to be like another year of them in the basement will be kind of a bummer.
1: It's going to be um, Barron and uh, Romanoff and then Norlander and Logan Mayu. And that's four good young hockey players playing defense in, in two years' time.
0: But well, who's scoring? <laughs> I mean,
1: once you get an okay defense and if Caden Primo can play goal –
0: yeah, and you mean and you also you have your Suzuki, you have Caulfield. Suzuki you have, and
1: Caulfield are gonna be scoring and then
0: Paling is should be able to be some secondary scoring.
1: Right. And then you have all this cap space and all of these draft picks banked for two more years. You can go out and trade.
0: Yeah. And now the real question is is does Shea Weber retire and then force the Nashville Predators to pay for him?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hilarious. That's going to be brutal.
0: And then I guess the only big contract really floating around is Price. And yep. then um, that's, that, that's the bummer is that it's like, if the team is only going to be good in three years, what do you do with Price? Will Price be good in three years? He did take a whole year Maybe off. Maybe they're
2: giving him the break.
0: They're just being like, don't sweat it for three years. Well, I mean, they gave him a break this year, to be fair. It hasn't played but, all yeah, season. Hasn't played all season. And like, apparently was like, in was looking to to come back and play for the Habs uh, a little bit in so much that he wanted to warm up for the Olympics and then they were like the NHL's not going to the Olympics and he's like well i take some I'm going gonna, gonna to take some more time and they were like you got it boss and i uh, practiced with the team again this week but i'm very
1: curious what that's going to do for a goaltender to take a year off to like actually heal everything Right, like he, his, imagine
0: he comes back and is just like absolutely lights out you'd be like everyone's gonna be like I need a year off right
1: because <laughs> he's got bad knees he's he's had surgery on both his knees
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this year he's taken off for, for mental reasons
0: mm-hmm.
1: like is a year of not dropping on your knees you know a, a thousand times a week yeah. gonna rejuvenate him or will the mental aspect of the game be gone because you've been gone for so long I,
0: Time you will should tell go it. either way I'm very curious Yeah. Time
1: mm. will tell mm. This was 9-5 Hi, thanks for sticking around To the very end of this show That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now.